0: Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley.
1: And I'm Colin Bradley.
0: <laughs> we're both coughing and spluttering off screen, aren't we? Off off air. Before we started this, we're both coughing yes. away.
1: Got to get professional now, uh, Steve.
0: That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a laugh. Uh,
1: That's the main thing, isn't it? You have a laugh. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, how are you doing, Dad?
1: I'm doing very well. I've had a... Lovely week this week, some old friends I mean old friends, but um i haven't i i, I haven't seen them for a while and they, they come to stay with us for a few days. It was really nice and oh we were trying to work out how how long and I think it was nineteen fifty six we met, and we've been wow. friends ever since that's a long time ago yes. <laughs> So, you know, it's lovely. Lots to talk about and have, um, we had a, a great time. So, yes, I've been busy. Not so much with artwork this week. I've had, I've um, foregone that for, for chatting. in
0: socialising um, instead.
1: That's right. But it did us good. But I'm yeah. back to the um, grindstone next week, solid. But I finished the picture. That's the main thing. So we've got something Indeed. to show people. <laughs>
0: you did indeed yes well that was exactly that was the priority of course this week um, to to finish this picture so uh let's discuss that as you brought it up let's pop it up on screen now so here it is the finished picture and uh i mean it's fantastic it's do you know what the the background was not what i was expecting
1: no i bet um
0: was it what you were expecting
1: uh, it 's what I wanted to do because on the original photographic reference it was there were traces of that color it was a bit like all photographs they never they can never uh, do a backcloth unless it 's a studio photograph and then you can but you can 't get a tiger in the studio, especially to do what he's doing so uh i but i it was part of that, and I liked it, and I thought that really looks nice against the uh, tiger and what i did with the tiger funny enough and people might like to know this i found it on pixabay i know i always look at it and think now what can i alter what can i change what can i improve upon really on the artist and one of the things was uh, when it went on my computer i quietened it down it was a bit orangey too orangey now, if you see the tigers in real life, and we've seen one recently at the wildlife park we went to, they're not that orangey, They're 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 more ochery. So I tried to think back, and I thought, well, so I've gone somewhere between the colour that I uh, I was see, which is lovely, very attractive, but uh, needed a bit of brightening up. So I somewhere between that and the photographic reference I had. So I I changed that, but I was very pleased with it in the end the way I did. The trouble is, if you if you follow with a reference, that exactly you've got to find the colours exactly. So you, sometimes you're looking at false colours, colours that don't quite match. So what I did, I took it back to more or less its natural stage uh, colour, and uh, that was easier for the colour combinations.
0: And it looks like there's detail in that background that's severely fogged out, like severely blurred. Mm. It's so interesting. You've created almost little bits of interest in the background where we can't see what it is. No,
1: that's right, exactly what it is. And that's exactly what I like to do. And I think people should be, if they're doing animal portraits, try that, try to do that. Try not to put the, um, the, the, the background as you've seen it Try to establish that because the most important thing of all is the um, the animal itself. That's what you want to see. So everything should be fair. That's why photogra- photog- photographers do that. They it's a depth of field. They focus that. And sometimes, and I do I've done this myself, where you've got a foreground that also can interfere with the the subject. Then you. Slightly fade that. You can't fade that as much as you can a background. It doesn't look natural, but you can fade it off a little bit, so that you get uh, the eye when you're looking at a picture and uh, a painting. You're looking directly at the subject, and that's what appeals to. you But uh, yes, it was it was it was lovely background. Uh, I did mention it last week, didn't I? That we were. I was thinking of doing that, and uh, so I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, did. I, I mentioned that. Because it it was um, it was something that I was looking forward to doing, uh, but again you do a little test run, one little corner. It was the left hand, right at the bottom, of the left hand side. I, I did that. Uh, I played with that a little bit. Although the colours I used basically were the colours that I I ended up with, and uh, but the 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 light colour that you see there was actually put on afterwards. Because I was using the light grey, I used the um, warm colours, that's the 273, two. in fact I didn't use 7273. I was going to, but I ended up using the uh, Carbithello 704, 708, those 706, 704, 706. And uh, they, as well as the Faber 270, which is a nice bright colour. And that was the colour that I actually put on uh, afterwards to give you that light bloom that's there. But it all matches, that's the thing. You've got to have colours that are compatible with each other. You can't put something foreign in there. The only foreign colour I put in was down on the right-hand side, where you've got a little bit more open uh, background. And I put the greens in there, a few greens in there. But again, you've got to be careful with those because you've got bluey greens and you've got the warmer greens. If you use the bluey greens, it would you can get away with it, but it wouldn't look as good as the warmer greens. see what I mean?
0: And of course, in real life, you're more likely to see those greens probably down in the bottom for foliage and things like that. Is that intentional?
1: Yes, that's what that... Yes, of course it is. It, it, It... I usually do do that, because if you put it in the background, it's going to be much farther away from you, isn't it? So, uh, Well, not much farther, and this is in a bush, but generally speaking, it's further away. So therefore, you're not going to be able to appreciate that. But when it's um, on the foreground, I would call that the foreground area, uh, you're going to see more of that. So it's like a natural environment without making it um, obvious, and I didn't want to do that. That would have that would have spoiled the the look if I'd put leaves in it, you know. And mm. uh, branches would have taken
0: them. the attention away from the tiger as well.
1: And that's right. That's the that's exactly it. So you end mm. up by looking at you're looking at when you're looking at that tiger, you're seeing him. You're you're seeing the whole whole uh, the the whole area of the um, that you're intended to look at. You know, without almost immediately, you don't really. You you can dissect it and think, oh look, uh, look at those teeth, and then concentrate that. But when you're looking at it, you're looking at the whole animal. That's the impression you get. You do when you're looking at it naturally. If you're looking at an animal, you're looking at the first thing you look at is the, the whole animal, and then you start dissecting that and thinking, oh, I like the way the stripes. I like the you know this sort of thing. But that's that's an afterthought. So that's what an artist really has got to do. He's got to have that in his mind when he's doing a picture like this. You've got to look at the whole and make that um, something that people are attracted to.
0: Mm, Interesting. The thing that struck me as well when I first saw this finished picture, and I've opened it up on my screen now, is the drama that the whiskers have added to the face. Um, I wasn't expecting the whiskers to have such an influence in the, the drama of the pose and the mouth. but yeah. um,
1: well, well, that's what attracted me to the picture, actually. When I saw the picture, I thought, God gracious me, you wouldn't believe it. But uh, that's that's a, a little bit milder. I've, I've toned that down a couple of notches. Really? They were brighter <laughs> than that. I thought, wow. It looks like there's a lot there. There was more. There were more. Wow. I had to, I had to curb them. <laughs> But again, you, again, it's 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 a matter really of how do you temper something and still get the impact. So I had to work it out. And uh, when people see the um, original video of it, you'll see I actually do say that. Say so now I'm going to put in zip, 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 zip you know, zip them in, um, and then I had to temper that. And I thought, now do I do any more? And I say that on the video. No, I think I've probably done enough owners have another couple, zip, zip, done. Knowing when to stop is the thing. But I stopped when I exactly right. And the other thing is, interestingly, and I I must admit I, I didn't necessarily see that until I started pulling them in, the, the, the pictures right at the top of the screen are on the other side. They're not on this side. You, you probably wouldn't have realised that, and I don't think people would, but that's on the other side of the tiger. So uh, I had to go from there, and a the couple strayed onto the front. So I had to reposition the top of the head so that it, they did actually sit behind. I, I think they're in. I love things to do things like that. And, yeah, uh,
0: I, and the you know with this, the short ones coming out of the jaw or the bottom as well. Just um, and and they do look so. They do look so bright. They look so sharp, you know. Um Did you have to sharpen your pencil midway through?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, not. Uh, no, not midway through, no. And the reason I don't do that is because I get a nice sharp point to start with and I twist the pencil. As I do a whisker, I twist the pencil, and people know that. I, so if you would go zip, zip, zip without moving the pencil point at all around, yes, you would blunt it. Probably halfway through, you'd have to sharpen it. But when you, when you do what I do, when you zip, you know, it's quite, quite... Once you get used to it, it's easy, because it's a zip thing. It's like I'm showing you on the screen, like that. You're going... Psh, psh, and then that, that turns the point. So constantly, you're sharpening the pencil as you go.
0: Very interesting. The, trade. The, interest, the other interesting thing is the position of the ear. Is like I've just I've just really noticed it properly. Uh, the ear is 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 back in a different position. Um, that I don't think I've seen you do before with a tiger.
1: No. It's another thing that attracted me to the picture because I knew that I had to make that three dimensionally It had to come out, otherwise it would just be against the animal, and I thought well that would look silly. So what gives it the um, lift if you like is the shadow underneath it if you look at the ear you can see a shadow that's underneath that ear it's got to be very subtle you can't make it obvious and then you you lighten the top and when you lighten the top part of the ear you've got to darken slightly the top of the head so you get a contrast you get a contrast of light against dark at the top and then you get the light against dark at the bottom are you with me it, it takes a bit of manoeuvring, manipulating, but the you've always got the reference there. It's always there if you look for it. You can't you can't you can't make something like that up. You've got to see it and pick it out on the um, uh, reference photograph. But it's always there. It's always a clue, because the, the photographer will note all the lighting that's there, all the light effects. You can accentuate them sometimes. In this case, I've quietened them down a little bit. They were a bit more, um, they were stronger than I gave them, so I wanted to temper it a little bit. It's a balanced job, but that's what makes that ear stand out. In real life, when you would actually see the photograph, sorry, the original picture that I've done, it stands out more than that. It always does with, the, with original work. The original work tends to be a little bit more three dimensional than a photographic reference, because after all, it's just a flat surface you're looking at. It's only the colouring that uh, that gives it that. But when you're looking at the original picture, you get uh, a little bit more magic to it. it. It tends to come away. And it's a shame people can't see it. They might see that on the video more than they do uh, on a photographic uh, reference. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Now, having finished this picture um, and and adding this to the um, archives of all the tiger pictures you've done, where would you say this sits in terms of difficulty?
1: In terms of difficulty, um, for someone who's starting out, probably quite hard. I'm putting it in the intermediate because I I don't think it would be unobtain, unobtainable. The uh, the uh, the um, the tiger is not going, is not going to be uh, impossible for someone to, uh, to do. What would be probably hard is getting the stripes particularly to look natural. And that's, quite, that's the hard bit because what you do, you think, oh, well, that's, uh, that's an ochre uh, and that's a black. Hang on, that, that looks as though you've painted it on, literally. So you've got to make, you've got to make uh, the, and again, on the uh, video, I actually concentrate on that. You see that the actual stripe, do you remember I, last week, I, was I talking about stripes last week? Did I say I only used three colours? I can't yeah. remember. Did I? I think I did. Normally, I would use a grey to start with. In this case, I didn't. I used a brown. one seven six for the orangey ones, and 175 for where it has the um, white. Oh, oh, I think I did mention it last week because we were showing the, um, the, the uh, a stage, wasn't we? First stage. So I did mention it last week. Uh, well, all of that goes to make it up. Now, uh, I would say your question, what do I... But I think it's in terms of... I don't think it's any harder... Than the, some of the later Tigers I've done, I wouldn't think that. But as far as I'm concerned, it's uh, the best one I've done. I would say by quite a long way. Because it, okay. it's there's drama there, and uh, the mouth is open. I know I've done an open mouth before, but that he really does look as though you won't want to. You want to get too close to him, you
0: know. Yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah i think it's interesting you highlighting just about those stripes and how you know um you know people that have not worked with pastel pencils or worked with your um style of technique before in the past may think it's a little paint by numbers Uh, and in some ways it is because they're literally numbers on the pencils Mm -hmm. but um but there is a certain finesse um and subtlety around the techniques that you use in terms of it's not this color than this color done. It, you know, it's the graduation of shading, um, blending of other colors, merging those so that it's realistic. And so I think when people understand that um, by following the classes and then they approach a picture like this, then they've got that fundamental in place. And so, as you say, it's not unattainable because um, if you understand that, then you can create that realistic. Uh, effects and stripes and, and stuff like that so absolutely
1: absolutely mm. i think the way we've done the way i work anyway and i've always worked this way is i pay attention to the drawing the draftsmanship side if you don't get that right it doesn't matter how great you are at coloring you're not going to make a, the picture look natural so the first thing i do always have done is make sure i've got the um the correct balance of, of um, eyes and and it, the stripes are not quite so critical. That you can take a little bit of liberty with if you want to. But where you've got the eyes, in this case the ear, was critical that you, you follow the, the um, lines that you see or you make on your square drawing or whatever where you do it. But you've got to follow that quite religiously and the mouth particularly. So you've got artistic license on everything else though. I mean, obviously the shape and you see the twist of the head. If we look at that, the twist of the head is only noticeable if you follow the stripes. Do you think the stripes? If you don't get those right, if you just go willy-nilly and pull them flat, the head won't, well, it will, it will turn because you've got it with the mouth going round. But basically, you won't get the attitude. With this, you've got the attitude. Direction of fur, how many times have I said that? I would like to have a pound for every time I've said that on a video. The direction of fur is critical there. And if you anybody, um, when they have a look at this, if they can get it on the screen, blow that up to look at the direction that I've taken on all the fur. Because that also indicates the... Twisting and turning. You see what I mean? It's all put together. It
0: works. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, The the key for me is that area on the left-hand side where the stripes, um, you know, create that almost triangle. And then, you know, they curve round the body. and, And it's clear. Like you said, I'd never even picked up on that. But it is absolutely clear that that's where... That's one of the turns in the body.
1: And there's um, one other thing that also indicates that, and that is in the um, on the left-hand part of that, where you've got the orangey stripes going around the body, there's a dip. It's a little dip there where I've indicated with the shadow. Again, that's also muscle. It's a muscle that's turned. You see what I mean? Yeah. Now you can probably see it. Now I'm pointing no. it out. It's all to do with lighting, and, and that muscle is critical to the head turning. Mm. Small point, but Very interesting.
0: interesting. Very interesting. Well, I, I found this fascinating. I hope that other people have also found this really interesting. Um, as Dad said, this is a class. You know, you've know, you done it, you've completed it, you've filmed it, so this will be up on the website uh, in the future. Um, but for now, if you've got another one planned for next week, or another one okay. you've, started, uh,
1: you've started. I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm not going to tell you. I've started it already, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. I think people will be quite surprised about it. I haven't done it before. This is an animal I've not done before, which is going to be interesting for people. Well, what what hasn't he done? I think I've done most, but I haven't done this one.
0: Excellent. Great stuff. Fantastic. Okay, well, as always, if anyone has any questions or anything they'd like us to discuss, then please email it over or get in touch with us via the various means that you can. And um, we'll be back next week to talk about the new picture that Dad is working on. But for now, we will leave it there for this week. So thank you, everyone, for watching and for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley.
1: And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.